This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 91 of the Wisdom by Wessa show on the Horse Radio Network. This is Mike Donnell. And this is Sofia Aguilar. Welcome to Wisdom by Wessa on the Horse Radio Network. We usually have my partner on here, Casey Wilbanks Coletti, but she's not feeling that well today. Uh, I'm going to tell you what she normally says. This podcast is brought to you by the Western and English Sales Association, WESA, which provides the world's largest trade events for retailers, manufacturers, and sales representatives of the equestrian industry. In this podcast, We feature exclusive interviews with noteworthy Western and English personalities, retailers, and exhibitors, ones you've always wanted to talk to. Don't miss out on all the news from manufacturers and retailers in the equine industry. And Sophia, the last time we did this show, you had some early tips for buyers who were going to go to the August WISA show down in Texas. Um, What can exhibitors be prepared for? Yes, they can prepare for lots of things. They can start by advertising, for example. We even include some free advertising options. Uh, For example, the feature product request. And that means that exhibitors can just tell us more about a product that they will be bringing to the trade show and that they like to feature ahead of time. And then we at WESA share more about that on social media They can also list their events or parties, special product launches, really anything that's going on or that they might plan um, to host at WESA for free. And we'll even print it on a flyer, list it on the trade show app and share it around the WESA trade show um, monitors on site. And I know from past shows and going there, there's always some great events. Do you have events in August? Yes, lots of events, and I do think that especially the golf tournament at Top Golf might be a great way to um, connect early with buyers that will be attending. And then the opening night is, of course, also a great event for everyone. And actually, we're currently asking members to donate gift certificates, which will be raffled off to retailers during that opening night, which is on Thursday. And the lucky winners will get to spend that certificate during the August trade show. And that means that donating a certificate is a great way to gain brand awareness and just make new business connections and to advertise. And anyone interested in that can contact Amy and her email address is adil at westsidetrader.com to donate or uh, to ask me. And that is at s. Yagela at westsidetrader.com about ways to be promoted. And I know from a fact you need to spell that last name for them. <laughs> yes, that is S-J-A-G-E-L-L-A at westsidetradeshow.com. That'll make it a lot easier. Listen, August isn't very far away, so I'm hoping that uh, people listening to us and all those WESA members uh, are getting ready to head to Texas in August. Yes, the trade show kicks off on August 25th, so that's coming up soon. Most of our guests on the Wisdom by Wessa show are in one way or another tied to the Western world. But Wessa stands for the Western and English Sales Association. And today, we're pleased to have Jessica Manson, Senior Account Director for WeatherVita, a major player in the English side of the business, 
join us to chat about her company's products and role in that market. Being a business owner is a big responsibility, but you don't need to figure it out all on your own. The Elite Line teaches horse business owners the best productivity skills, marketing strategies, money tips, and more through interviews with the smartest and most innovative entrepreneurs in the equine industry. Subscribe to the Elite Line podcast today and begin taking steps towards building your dream business. Hey, Jessica Manson, thank you so much for taking the time to join us on the Wisdom by Wessa show. Well, thank you. I am so happy to be representing the company that I work for, the company that I've worked for for 15 years, Weatherbeta, and I really appreciate um, the opportunity to talk about Weatherbeta and to inform everyone out there about what we do and how we do it. Well, and that's exactly what we'd like to do. As I mentioned in an introduction earlier uh, that we did, we, many of our shows have guests who are somehow or other associated more with the Western world, but WESA does stand for the Western and English Sales Association. And so we're really glad that we have someone who's a bigger player in the uh, Eastern side of the business to join us, talk about what they do and talk about that particular market. Why don't we start with a little bit of the history of Weatherbeta and then up to the current time. Sure. Uh, so um, I'm going to kind of sound like Sophia Petrillo from the Golden Girls. Picture it, Australia, <laughs> 1980. <laughs> we started, uh, it was it was three, uh, three men started the business uh, and it was retail stores called Horseland, which actually we still have the Horseland stores over in Australia, exclusive to Australia. And then they decided to move the business into wholesale and manufacturing with the success of those Horseland stores uh, beginning in Australia. They saw a demand for needing to utilize different materials and um, coming up with new ways to protect horses um, out in the elements. So we started manufacturing blankets using synthetic materials. We were one of the first people to do that. Previously, I don't, I don't know how much you know about the history of horse blankets, but a lot of turnouts were just um, canvas. Um, so the synthetic materials, mainly like polyester materials, um, were, were utilized to create this new waterproof and more durable blanket option under the Weatherbeta brand. Then the founders of Weatherbeta took that wholesale business and moved it beyond Australia and into the UK in 1994. And then they went a step further and expanded into the US in 1999. And then I came on in 2008, right out of college and joined the customer service team in supporting our outside sales staff at the time. So at the time we had an inside sales staff, which was supportive of the outside sales staff that would travel and visit customers. And then uh, my role has changed a little bit over, over the past 15 years. And now I am a senior account director. And um, our, US, our US sales team right now consists of a team of about four ladies which are all uh, senior in the business, which is fantastic. And we have additional leadership in the UK. And uh, we also have our customer service team located here in the US to support our retailers and end consumers with any questions um, or, or other services that they may need. 
And uh, we like to be really collaborative across all of the countries. So um, I connect with folks from the UK on a regular basis, on a daily basis, actually. And we connect with our Australian counterparts as well, just to ensure that we're using our resources to the best of our ability across all countries. You and I chatted a bit a couple of days ago about the breadth of the product line and actually the brands that are available mm-hmm. under the WeatherBeta umbrella. Because I think that's pretty important. As I mentioned, we have retailers as part of our uh, listeners. Maybe we just talk a bit about the spread of product options uh, and different kind of product categories you have available. Sure. Now, that's definitely a, a good avenue to to go down. Um, so I think everyone knows Weather Beta is um, is best known for equine outdoor protection, right? So specifically the turnout bl- blankets that we carry and sheets, as well as the fly products that we carry, which um, is definitely relevant for today as we go um, into what early summer and flies are starting to get crazy. Um, hence, you know, the slogan that we have, which is whatever the weather, we're, we're looking to protect your animal and whatever the weather that um, that's put in front of them. But what a lot of people don't realize when they look to our brand or want to carry our brand as a retailer is that we have a ton of other well-known brands under the Weather Beta umbrella. So we have Dublin. That's one of our larger brands. And that really represents what we do in footwear and apparel. And then we also have Collegiate, which is known as like a heritage brand, I would say, especially in English tech. Um, And we create some really nice and affordable saddles and other tech, specifically bridal work. um, We're really well known for under the collegiate brand. And then we also have Crosby Saddlery. So that's a higher end heritage type brand for English tech. And also um, notably my first saddle um, that I started riding with when I was about 10 years old. Um, and then Roma by Weatherbeta. So that focuses on uh, the grooming side of the business stable and saddle pads. Kincaid, that's our more affordable brand um, covering categories like tack grooming, uh, stable products, and then training aids. We have Cool Coat by Weatherbeta, which is a specialty cooling sheet that we carry under the Weatherbeta brand. And then lastly, I'll mention Saxon, which is another affordable and quality option for turnouts, fly sheets, footwear, and apparel. So there's a lot that we cover. We look to be kind of a one-stop shop for our retailers so that they don't have to go to multiple suppliers because I know a lot of our retailers are managing, you know, a hundred suppliers um, based on what they carry for supplements um, and additional like stable grooming tack products. It's difficult to juggle all of that, especially when a lot of retailers are one man bands. Um, so we try to be a, a one stop shop, like I said before. Now we had talked about marketing as well uh, across this, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this, and as we've been talking, well, what well, I think you're our ninety first show. As we've been talking over the years to different uh, segments of the business, the marketing has changed. I don't know that when we did show number one or number two, there was hardly anyone on the brand side or the retail side using social media and online media uh, like it is today. But you're pretty aggressive in that area. You have been. You recognize the need 
need that retailers have for that kind of support. So let's talk about your approach or your company's approach to the social media and support marketing that you give the, uh, uh, the brands and you give to them. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It's definitely different from when I started, which was 15 years ago, to what it is now. Previously, we used to put a lot of our marketing dollars towards print advertising. Um, and that's changed a little bit, um, as I'm sure you're referencing here. And now most of our marketing dollars are put towards digital advertising, um, all of the social media channels. And then we also partner with some of our key retailers on uh, the marketing that they do internally to push our products and make sure that the sell-through is fantastic for them, especially with some of the seasonal products, which you can imagine people bring in and they want those seasonal products to move out by the end of the season. And I think most of our retailers hope for at least a 90% sell-through by the end of whatever given season it is. Um, so we're in spring now. So by August, they're hoping to sell through at least 90% of their spring sheets that they bring in through us. So we focus a lot on having our retailers sell through the product that they've invested their dollars in. And the other ways that we do that is making sure that we provide our retailers with some really great marketing assets that they can easily access. Uh, so we have available to our retailers access to our full image library. And that image library not only provides different images of our products, um, our individual products. So you can imagine this is very large because we have, you know, I don't know, 10,000 active SKUs, um, but also gives them access to any size charts, videos that we've created to help consumers choose the proper product for whatever they're looking for, which really enhances the the listings online for most of our retailers as well. So we also, like I mentioned before, have seasonal products, right? So blankets technically would be seasonal, especially when you're going to fall and you're looking at medium and heavy weights. And then you also have the seasonal products for spring as well. So how we do this is we take marketing assets for whatever given season it is, and we put those into uh, quote unquote packs, if you will. So seasonal marketing uh, packs, and we send those out to retailers about we try to do uh, three to four months in advance of the start of a season. So just to give you an example, um, our fall assets for this upcoming fall, so fall 22, would have gone out to our retailers around mid-April so that they have an adequate amount of time to actually set those products up um, and create planograms for their stores. So we really try to provide our retailers with as much marketing assets as we can possibly uh, give them to ensure that they have easy setups and good sell-through of our products because uh, we want everybody to make money, right? I think is the whole uh, reason we're there. Sophia, uh, we were <laughs> yeah. talking before, you said you had a couple of questions. Why don't you come in here? Yes, I did read that your mission was to focus on quality, comfort, and innovation of protection for horses and also dogs. And we actually have seen yeah. some more brands incorporating dog products in their lines. So I was just curious, how did the dog equipment come into play? I want to say it's like 80% of horse owners own dogs as well. And a lot of those people like to purchase matching their horse and their dog. And also, we kind of saw a whole in the 
pet market just generally for more technical and durable products for dogs. So our dog blankets, they, they've developed over time because previously what we had done pretty much was, you know, take one of our tried and true horse blankets and shrunk it down to dog size. But recently they've gone through a full overhaul. And now what we do for dogs is ensure that the products that we create are cut specifically to fit uh, different breeds of dogs very well. And we also continue to utilize the same materials that we utilize in creating our blankets, which, you know, for the top line dog blanket that we carry, it's a 1680 denier blanket. So the, the denier denotes the strength of the outer fabric that we utilize, which is also waterproof and breathable. What we've done here is kind of elevate a little bit the the dog blanket market, just a more technical blanket from what was on the market previously. Well, plus, I mean, let's face it, from a marketing strategy, if you can sell a horse owner or something for their dog, you've doubled your sales possibilities right there. That's pretty, that was a pretty smart move. Absolutely. And thank you for recognizing that. <laughs> <laughs> do dog owners yeah. in the UK and in Australia and in the United States, do we, are we buying more things for our dogs than in the UK and Australia, or is this an international trend? It's an international trend. Um, the pet market is exploding. So it's, it's incredible what we, what we buy for our pets, um, to be honest. But it, it is different across the markets. From what I understand in the UK, um, they, they utilize their dogs in a different way, but they also utilize their dogs in the same way we do, which, you know, they're, they're friends that we want to take for walks and, you know, m- want to make sure that they're protected as best that we can protect them. Australia, I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm going to assume that they utilize their dogs in the same way we do, um, sometimes for hunting, sometimes for, uh, delightful walks in the park with your with your best bud. But the, the same goes for here. You know, a lot of people and we, we find that um, not only horse owners are purchasing our products and specifically like if you look at like high viz, the high viz products that we do carry for the dog ranges, that'll be for folks that are really just looking to walk their dog maybe on a, a busier road um, and want the visibility to ensure that no one gets injured on their delightful walk in the park or in the neighborhood or whatever. Well, I mean, I think it's interesting. I don't want to dwell on this a lot longer, but it's just an interesting (laughs) phenomenon. And I can think of so many places one could sell uh, dog products, but I want to uh, really do something I I tend to like to do with brands and they're they're not always uh, anxious to answer that. But what do you see coming new? I mean, you've got, you listed your products before. I can't think of a product category that you haven't gotten into yet, unless it's cats. But what do you see coming down the pike new from Weatherbeta? What market need do you still want to try to fulfill? I would be a huge proponent for cat stuff because I'm a crazy cat lady. But um, (laughs) we... We're really focusing on not necessarily completely new products, but affordable products because I'm sure no one's blind to the fact that uh, there is a rapid rise in inflation. So products that we're looking at adding to certain categories, just make sure that you're hitting super, um, super quality products at a really affordable price um, because 
you know, with the average U.S. household spend uh, spending about $300 more a month on the same items that they were purchasing the last time uh, or this time last year, it just it leaves such little room for additional purchases outside of basic needs. So we're trying to keep that in mind when we're developing new products to make sure that consumers have a reason to spend on our products and can afford can actually afford to do so. That's kind of what we're focusing on for our products. Well, and that makes an awful lot of sense. One other area I want to chat about, because we are the Wisdom by Wessa show, is the relationship between Weatherbeta and Wessa from your perspective. So it's been great. I actually was able to attend the last Wessa show. I think it was the second one after the start of the pandemic. And it was a fantastic show for us. We really appreciate it. And it it connected us with some new customers and we were able to connect with some of our current retailers on looking at new product. And what was great about it was actually being able to meet with people face-to-face in a really pleasant environment. The show was run super, super well. And it was, it was, profitable for us to go, which is which is great because sometimes you, you go to certain shows and they aren't necessarily as profitable as you would like them to be. So I I find the relationship with Wessa extremely valuable. Uh, so thank you. Thank you. Well, <laughs> thank you for having that show. We like the new location as well. The new location good. for us was fantastic. It was a beautiful facility and uh, easy to get to. Our retailers seemed extremely happy to be there. Um, So thank you very much for all of the work and dedication that goes into creating a show where, hey, retailers actually like to write at the show, which is great. Um, I've been to certain shows where retailers don't, don't like to write orders, but at WESA they do. So thank you. Well, I'm glad you had a uh, a positive experience, and I'm glad you took the time to chat with us uh, here on the Wisdom by Wessa show. Uh, it's been great to learn more about Weatherbeta and what you're doing here in your part of the market in the eastern side of the uh, uh, of the horse industry, which is a very important part. It's half of Wessa's name, but somehow we do a lot more, I think, in the western side. And so it's great that you could represent that side as well. And it's been really fun talking to you. You know, there's another show coming for Wessa coming up in August. Any chance that there's anything new uh, that retailers can expect from Weatherbeta? So there will be some new product there, a lot of new colors. We have a great selling line of the Weatherbeta Prime range, which is a range of saddle pads and polo wraps and horse boots and fly veils that people have absolutely loved. um, And we carry so many different colors of it now. Um, So we'll have some new colors there, but we'll also be focusing on our more sustainable product, which is the green tech blanket line. And these particular blankets are uh, made from a material called PCR or post-consumer recycled materials. Um, They're made of approximately 340 plastic bottles that would have ended up in a landfill or our oceans or elsewhere, um, places that you don't want them to be. Um, So not only is the material made of recycled bottles, but it actually takes less energy, about 50% less energy to produce the blanket. And the packaging is also made from this recycled material as well. Um, So we're we're trying to be a little bit more sustainable and, and more responsible with our environment. 
And what we're going to be rolling out um, for fall of 22 is a program called the Weather Beta Eco Exchange. So we're going to be shouting a lot about that. And what that program is going to do, it's going to ask consumers to really think about what they're purchasing and to try to purchase greener and more sustainable products. So it'll feature the green tech blanket. And we're going to be telling consumers that they can receive a $50 discount incentive if they choose to buy a green tech blanket or some of our other premium blankets in the line, and then donate or responsibly dispose of their old blanket that needs replacement. Um, So the whole reason that they're actually purchasing this new blanket is so that they can dispose of their old blanket and choose something a little bit more um, responsible, environmentally responsible when they're doing so. So that will be something that will run through our retailers. So we're going to be talking a lot about that, which is very exciting to me. Well, I think it's very exciting to everybody. It certainly uh, is in tune with the times for sustainable products uh, and more environmental friendly marketing programs. So congratulations to you for doing that. And we do thank you for spending the time with us on the Wisdom by Wessa show to tell us all about your products and your business. Uh, You've been a great guest. Thank you so much. Well, thank you guys for giving us the opportunity to to talk about it. We really appreciate it. And we, of course, appreciate the show. So we're looking forward to August. The show notes and the links from today's show can be found at wisdombywessa.com. And, of course, we'd love to hear your feedback. If you have any, there is a contact link on the website. The Wisdom by Wessa show will be published on the 15th and the 30th of every month. You can listen on most of your favorite podcast players. You can also listen on the Horse Radio Network app on iOS or Android systems. Just search Horse Radio Network in the App Store. It's free and easy to use. Be sure to visit all of the great shows on the Horse Radio Network at www.horseradionetwork.com. WESA, where the industry meets.